0: what is up everybody happy monday monday you are listening to us on a monday and if you are checking in thanks for joining when you got around to it um what a great episode we have in store Mm -hmm. Uh, we don't always necessarily have themes or intend to but sometimes it just fits together yeah and this is a, a real sex driven how much, how often, how little. Oh yeah. Who's having sex I grew up conservative? Uh mm-hmm. funny world out there we have in terms <laughs> of sex and dating. It's uh it's a lot of fun. We also have a quick update, if you have been listening with us from our friend Jeremy, who Rochelle also, by the way, has the hots for No,
1: I don't why would you, He's hot. you why He's are you hot. gonna call me out like that? So what? Uh Nick.
0: Should we edit this out?
1: No, it's fine. Whatever. He's a hot guy. I'd have the
0: hots for him. Anyways, uh, if uh, if you don't remember, uh, Jeremy super ghosted a young lady and we suggested he maybe should reach out and apologize. He did so. Uh, He shared with us his uh, message. What
2: did he say?
0: Well, we will get that uh, message to you, the audience, in just a second. But first, well, I hope you bought at least one of the things we told you. That would benefit your life. Yeah, I'm just waiting to allow our audience to finish their purchase. <laughs> All right, and now that they, <laughs> now that your order is on your way, mm-hmm. uh, our friend Jeremy, he uh, Jeremy, if you are listening, he sent uh, he DM'd us, and uh, he shared with us uh, his little message. It's pretty short and sweet, but uh, nice.
1: I hope it went well.
0: Hey, Mila, I'm so sorry that this was take this has taken so long. But I feel like I owe it to you to send this message. I'm sorry for the way that I treated you in twenty fifteen. You didn't deserve it, and I should have had an honest conversation with you instead of just ghosting you. Ugh. You don't need to rely you don't need to reply to this message, but I felt like this was necessary. I hope everything in your world is well, and I wish you nothing but the best.
1: That's a great, that's perfect. a great, perfect. Good job, Jeremy. Sweet,
0: direct, not asking for anything. Sweet. Just letting her know what she deserves and that she yes. didn't deserve that.
1: Yes. And uh, she replied. Oh no, what did she say? Hi,
0: Jeremy. Thank you for reaching out and apologizing. I appreciate it. I hope you're doing well and I wish you nothing but the best to exclamation point. Oh. What a great wow. response. Oh, yeah. I, sounds like to me, she does. she replied, so she definitely appreciated it yeah um but it sounds like she's also fine and Moved great. on yeah and that's awesome yeah but certain there's probably a part of her who just it it validated probably what she always knew and was able to get over with but yes just, i bet she had a really great day not because she needed jeremy but yeah. like it just sometimes those things can fuck with us yeah. so uh props to jeremy yes for,
1: good job jeremy
0: for reaching out and owning up to his uh, uh his behavior uh even though Super like ghost. yeah I mean, we do, we all have done shitty things that we regret mm-hmm. and there's, there, it's never too late to, to make amends mm-hmm. without uh, disrupting, uh, people's having moved on. Yes. Um, Beautiful. Uh, so,
1: wow. You really did your job
0: you know? <laughs> in the world. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we have some really great, uh, callers today. Um, a lot of sex versation. <laughs> Rochelle has made up a new word. She's very excited about it. Uh, Don't forget, again, to send your email questions in with all your questions, uh, both men and women. We need your questions to keep doing this. Email us at asknick at castmedia.com. And uh, we would love to share your stories and answer your questions. Without further ado. Strap in, people. Strap in and strap it on. (laughs) hmm.
3: What's your time with me?
0: Let's ask Nick your sexy questions.
4: Hi, Allie. How are you? I'm fine. How are you guys?
0: So good. This is Nick. This is Rochelle. Hello. I don't know why I said this is Nick. Like like I was outside of my body introducing myself. Mm. Um, How can we help you, Allie?
2: Um, I actually have a question regarding my married sex life. Um, Sweet. Actually, it's more of I would like to get your opinion on it on a situation that I just kind of came across. So my husband and I have been married for six years. Sick. We've been together for 11 years. Uh-huh. Dang. And, um, you know, we got married kind of early. I was 24, he was 25. Okay. And, but you know, we've been together for a long time. And I think like all relationships, it kind of dwindled into a kind of sparse sex life. Okay. But at the same time, we were both kind of okay with that. Like if, like if we were to list the things in our marriage that we value, sex would be pretty far towards the bottom because we just had such a different kind of foundation to our relationship. Okay, and um, that's never been a problem at all. Like we've discussed it. We're like, "You cool with this?" He's like, "Yeah, we're good." You know, but so, you know, flash forward to now, um, we've sort of gotten to this point in our lives where we have other friends who are married now, like other married couples friends, mm-hmm. and. I think that the topic of sex life comes up, like especially amongst his guy friends. Sure. And um, he he came home to me one day, and he said, and it was after one of these nights out, and he said this very matter-of-factly, you know, I've been hearing that we should be having sex two times a week, so I think we should probably start doing that. Okay. And it kind of just like took me off the left field a little bit because I was like, oh, I thought, you know, we had this understand, you know, I don't know, not an understanding, but it's, we just kind of were comfortable, you know, and um, I'm not super sure if it's something he actually wants or if it's something that is like a social, sure, you know, a yeah. social norm that he totally. thinks we should be living up to. So, I mean, if, am I off base and kind of not wanting to do that? <laughs> or is, you know, is he kind of right? Should I be kind of open to this more?
0: Well, there's no right or wrong answer in terms of what you should or shouldn't be doing in your sex life relative to other people. I'm not a sex therapist, but from what I know is like, everyone's different. Literally. I mean, there are people who have a very high sex drive. There are people who have low sex drives and then everything in between. Uh, I think, I mean, my, my personal opinion, I think in a, in a marriage, it's ideal to be on the same page in terms of, not not everyone's as lucky to to end up marrying someone who has a same sex drive, and then you have that one person who's always wanting it, and the other person is not. And sometimes it changes. You know, sometimes if you know young yeah. couples get married, the guys are all horned up, yeah. and then later in life, I mean, the girls want some dick, and the guys are like, ah, <laughs> oh, tired. Um, so it's just all about communication. Um, So there's definitely, there's no, you're not doing anything wrong. He's not doing anything wrong. Your friends aren't doing, his friends aren't doing anything right. It's just different. So that's my first takeaway is like that he shouldn't be impacted by what his friends want. Now, that being said, it's entirely possible that he was never really comfortable with admitting that he always maybe wanted more sex. I don't know. You know, your husband, I'm just basing, you know, I'm making a generalization that Sometimes people, even when they're married, uh, are never really comfortable talking about sex. You know, I've become very comfortable talking about sex, but weirdly enough, I like growing up. We didn't talk about sex ever. Even now, as comfortable as I am talking about sex, and I have a podcast, we talk a lot about sex. I don't like. I've kind of thrown it out there with my parents a little bit, but if I were to talk about sex with my parents, I get really awkward. <laughs> and I guess what I'm saying is, I would know, never do. Sometimes that. it's just it's 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 always been considered fairly taboo. Uh, less and less now so it's it can be hard for even married couples to do that so I guess my question to you is do you feel like that's what he really wants or do you is do you think there's a possibility that's just what he always told you because you've been pretty adamant that you don't have a high sex drive
2: I I think you might be on base with that um Mainly, he's very shy when it comes to sex, and he always has been. Like, even when we were dating, he's Mm -hmm. always been kind of shy about it. So um, that's a very real possibility that... um that, yeah, that maybe that's like, his way of telling me that. <laughs> but either way, I'm like, that's a super unsexy way to solicit your wife for sex, dad uh, is, you know, give her a close-up. <laughs> definitely a, a very him.
0: unsexy way, hey, my friends are fucking, I think <laughs> yeah. we should too. Um, we got to um, two times a week. <laughs> like, I'll, babe, I don't even want to have sex with you, but I just need to keep up. <laughs> um, <laughs> not, not really hot, guys, oh, uh, for yeah. our 10%ers out there. Yeah. Um, but again... In his defense, I'm not defending him, but if he, it's, you guys just don't talk, you don't have a hot, like you don't talk about sex, you don't have a lot of sex, and it can be awkward, and especially for guys, they're just kind of (laughs) stupid and when it comes to that. And, you know, women can be too, if, again, it's just really uncomfortable, and in his mind, he's using his friends as an excuse for something he's never really felt comfortable enough to bring up. He's probably maybe could be afraid of what you're going to say, and now he feels like he has allies. You know, mm-hmm. as dumb as it sounds, right. he's just like, well, shit, I'm not alone. I always wondered if maybe we should have any more sex. But like, turns out other people are having more sex. And so it could be that. I guess what I would encourage you guys to do is, and maybe maybe you, if you, you know, just start, whether you guys start having more sex or not, you can still talk about sex. Mm-hmm. You can feel comfortable about always communicating about your sex life, even in the bedroom, when you're not having sex talking about it a little bit uh what each other are like are you just like do you not i mean what what about you like are, are you really comfortable with the current sex or also are you are are you both just not having sex cuz you're both kind of awkward about it
2: <laughs> i mean so okay I, but when we do have sex, it's great. It's fine. But from like my case, like it. <laughs> it's a little vanilla. I guess.
5: <laughs> okay.
2: So like, and I, and I tried to talk to him about, you know, like I said, he's super shy. So it's hard for me to be like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm totally gung ho for doing this more, but like, honest to God, I got, I get kind of bored, you know, with what we're doing right now. Like I'd love to start introducing some, you know, other stuff into, you know, our sex life. But again, like I, I, I struggle because he gets so shy about it yeah you so said I'm, in your... I've always been a little bit more vocal about my sexual needs but it's still like it's to the point where I'm like I don't want to make him uncomfortable and I don't want to like revert him I don't know it's kind of hard to explain but,
1: yeah she said in um, her email eight years ago they they talked about doing anal and he like totally freaked out <laughs> and that was like the last time you yeah. tried something Huh. Crazy. That
2: was like our last exploration into kink was that. And <laughs> Interesting. it was eight
0: years ago. And it totally freaked him out. Yeah, listen, I uh I think uh it is really just about communication, right? I mean, this so that was how long ago? Eight years. And he was how old? Twenty-four, twenty-five? I mean, again, he just it's you know, there's these signs that he wants more sex, but he's also shy and a little awkward about it. It's it's a lot of these things are taboo, like we talked about on an early uh, earlier call. Um, again, there's always like mixed opinions about it. But as a couple, if you guys are comfortable, maybe watching some type of porn together. I mean, I think you guys just need to talk more about sex. Uh, anal's a pretty uh, aggressive step, <laughs> um, but.
2: That was back when we were a lot more sexually active too. So it wasn't like Listen, as far as a divergent.
0: I'm not like knocking it if you're into it. it. I'm just saying like go, some you know, don't go from zero to 100, you know, in a sense of, again, right. sometimes I in, in when I'm in relationships, I think what's really hot is to talk about sex with your partner when you're not necessarily about to have sex. Maybe it's like texting each other about like, what are you into? What do you like? You know, fantasizing, sexting in a sense of like, looking forward to coming home and like, kind of dirty talk even, well, you know, some text is easier because you don't have the awkwardness of being in front of them, you know? Mm-hmm. So you can kind of play around with it and then ask questions. Um, I mean, there's also like, you are married, so married couples can see sex therapists too. And that's not necessarily um, a reflection on the health of your sex life or that that's not suggesting that something's wrong with your marriage or sex life. But if you're two people who maybe struggle with your sexuality and communication, there's some awkwardness, maybe just getting more comfortable with the idea might really open things up, no pun intended, um, to uh, your, your your sex life. Because it seems like it's really unclear. It's like you both are saying you're okay with not having a lot of sex, but you're kind of both open to doing more things and experiencing more things. You've been together so long. You're in this committed relationship and you really want to explore more fun things with each other and i think that's that's great
1: well if you're saying like that's not romantic for him to say you have to do a quota that you could be like hey like that language doesn't work for me like you got to romance me a little bit take me out like well saying like, that
0: language doesn't work for me is equally not as like it's hard for a guy yeah He's gonna get defensive yeah as well i or, mean it's it's tough and just again in a very non-threatening way because you don't want to be like. Well, baby, when you say it like that, ooh. but just say, hey, listen, I I, I think the best way to approach that is to acknowledge, I know you and I are not good at this, right? (laughs) Don't put it on him. Don't put it on you. Always like use like we and us when talking about your sex life with him, regardless if you're talking about him or you're always use, always make it a team. Hey, we're not really good about talking about this. And I know like, but like, I agree with you. I would like to see us kind of work on our sex life, whether it's trying more things, whether it's doing it more often, but at the same time, I, I, I want us to both get better. I don't wanna have more sex with you because your buddies are fucking more. Uh, I think he will right. appreciate that. I don't think he, pro- he probably didn't mean it like that. It was just his way. It, to me, it sounds like two people who aren't good at talking about sex. Uh, are trying to talk about sex and they're finding these other ways to justify what should be a very normal and comfortable thing, but often is not in any type of relationship. Um, And so you guys have just never done it. You've been together for so long. It was never a strength of either of yours. You know, sometimes in relationships, you have one person who's pretty open about sex and then they start dating someone who isn't as comfortable and the person who is, is just talking about it so much. It just makes the other person be like, you know what? This isn't a big deal. This is kind of hot. This is fun. I actually like talking about sex with my partner. I like fantasizing with them, but one person usually is good at helping the other person feel more comfortable. And we have two people who are just like, you know, just running the walls and not really knowing, no one's taking the lead here and you're both kind of awkward about it. And that happens and that's okay. So you could try. I think it's a, seeing a sex therapist would be maybe a great option for you guys to look at um, i was
1: saying like do i was about to say do a date night instead of be like this is we have to have sex tonight
0: instead go out sure i mean like again there's a bunch of ideas we could throw at them yeah but i think this is about communication yeah We're, we are talking about two people who are awkward about talking about sex yeah like having a date night she, i could just imagine you two and one is you going to say something just make the other person feel awkward mm-hmm. so like Take it slow with each other in terms of how you talk about it. But like, again, just use, use you know, at, like say things like we and us and, and say like, let's just, let's just put it on the table. Let's talk about it. We're, we are, we are married and we love each other. And again, I, I, I do think maybe seeing a sex therapist might, could be a good option for you guys. I, I think learning how to communicate openly about sex is a big part of a relationship. And it seems like both of you kind of struggle with that a little bit. Uh, and that's okay. It's, that's it's a good
2: idea. I'll into yeah. that, for sure.
0: Um, but both of you, just you have to really focus on not making the other person feel judged. Because, like, you know, if you're like, "Hey, babe, should we should try anal or whatever," and then he's like, "Whoa," then you feel like, "Whoa, am I a freak? What's going on?" No, you just like he might he might even be into it. He just thinks he's supposed to think it's weird. I don't I don't know. And I think that often happens with sex As you've been told to think one thing, and you're kind of like i be honest. If I if I like this, am I a freak? I don't. I don't know. And uh, am I okay with being a freak? Maybe I am. I I don't. You know. So these are all different things that you have to try to explore as a couple.
2: Okay. Cool. Sounds good. I'll work on those.
0: Well, <laughs> let us know when you guys join some sex club. That'll be great. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, sounds good.
0: All right. Thanks for your call. Thank you, Nick. All right. Thank have a great day. Come. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> People don't often like talking about sex. I mean, again, we we have a a very puritan culture
5: yeah
1: uh
0: our our country was founded on that yeah um sex is bad sex is a sin sex is not to be talked about it's Mm -hmm. you know
1: I loved what you said about not making the other person feel bad and saying you and like you're not meeting my needs, making it about us and like
0: yeah, that's a great way to get a guy defensive. Yeah, uh, yeah. and then and women too, you know, when guys right. are like, you should do this, Wait, right. I should. What am I your sex slave? Right, what the fuck, bro. <laughs> um, right, and it's just and again, I think it's what often happens in, in relationships when you're talking about sex is it's two people not trying to say the wrong things mm-hmm. and not necessarily being bad people, but just not knowing how to talk about it. Yeah. The more awkward you feel about something, it's the easier it is to screw up and say the wrong thing. And then yeah. you bury yourself. It's I, I mean, I'm gonna, I am i do not know. <laughs> um, so that's what it sounds like yeah. to me. It's like two people trying to figure out how to, to talk about each other. Yeah. I, I mean. All jokes. I think these people. I. I, I mean, I'm sure. They're, maybe they. They might not be both sexual people, but it'd be pretty funny if they just like unleash Pandora's yes. box eventually. Oh God! I
1: hope that happens.
0: Um, yeah, I. Uh, I think it's a great sign, too. I mean, yeah. if, if eventually she seems like, you know, first she calls in. She's like, well, I, I'm happy with my sex life, but he's buddies want to fuck right. more. Right,
1: but then it turns then she's out. Like, but I
0: want an anal eight years ago. Right, like,
1: so maybe you just buried that part of yourself deep. Yeah,
0: so I think they're both trying to... Yeah. It's like people don't want to feel judged. Right. Um, Certainly yes. by their spouse. Right. And it's just like, well, if I admit to this, am yeah. I? is it going to be like can we never get past this um and you know maybe subconsciously she felt judged for the past few years by trying to open up and then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. her buddy's like well my buddies think we should have more sex yeah that's not hot um um, so yeah i think you just it's i'm a i'm a big fan of sexting in in a relationship i've noticed that i just think it's for people who have a hard time talking about it it's a great kind of first step yeah. when when I mean I'm old and I'm dating myself but I'm old enough to be like you know I grew up when like I remember text becoming a thing uh-huh you know I do too when I got my first cell phone it was like yeah it's like what is this texting thing? right right. You know? I right, was right, like right. I'm never gonna do that why, <laughs> would I, why would I do that I would just yeah. I'll, I'll and then like fast forward a year i would be like I thought to myself, girls will say the craziest shit via text. <laughs> I'd true. be at work and I get a it's text, like, come over and fuck me. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> huh? who are you? But like, there's this like freedom yeah. of like mm-hmm. just being able to like, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm going to send it. And we'll see what happens. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. I was yeah. drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. to that point is if you struggle talking about it in person, it's just a great way, especially with your partner and you trust someone, keep in mind. You know, when you text something, it's fairly permanent. So do it with people you trust in a marriage that you, you think you should be able to trust and, you know, throw out throw out a couple of haymakers and just see, <laughs> throw out some landmines and see where it sticks, you know? Yeah. Like, I just try it out. I think it's kind of, it's fun to be like any other person. And then if you're, hopefully, the other person is... Not you know well, that's hot. Tell me more. You know yeah, that's yeah, hot. Yeah. Ooh. Hopefully, they, describe it. Use details. They'll be down. They'll be down. yeah. I think it's great to say get get your partner to use specifics. Ooh, I want to do things to you. <laughs> what do you want to do?
1: Oh God, I've had some bad experiences.
0: Well, I mean, again, start slow.
1: Yeah, some guys go too hard, too fast. So like, like first, that I'm, doesn't sound even. I'm gonna remotely. kiss your
0: neck and I'm gonna yeah. okay, uh, yeah. Then I'm fucking you in the ass. Whoa, you're full of cum for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like God, holy cow, weeks. <laughs> Weeks? I have a job, sir. That just sounds uncomfortable. Why would I want to have come for weeks? And I don't. Do I have to hold it in? I don't understand. Uh, Yeah, and why do you? Yeah. What weeks? (laughs) Meanwhile, then you eventually have sex with them, and like a little drip comes out. Like what is a weeks part? No. Um. Anyways, start start slow. Whoa, we got off topic.
1: Yeah. Well, happy humping to that caller.
0: Yeah. Laura, how are you? I'm doing great, Nick. How are you? I'm doing well. We have Rochelle here as well. Um,
3: Hey, Rochelle. Hi. Why
0: don't you tell us your story, and we will see if we can (gasps) be helpful.
3: Okay. So I'm not, to set it up, I'm not really looking for advice for how to handle it. Okay. I'm looking for feedback on if (gasps) I am, like, really reading into a situation or if it's just more chill than I'm thinking.
0: I can try to help out with that. So,
3: okay, perfect. So I just got a dog. We've been going to the dog park. Okay. Um and I met this guy at the dog park because our dogs were just were like instant best friends. Um we walked all along that trail that time, exchanged numbers at the end, and then got together a couple days later to walk our dogs. Um
0: When you got together, like, like you made plans to Hey, let's yeah. our dogs like each other kind of thing. Let's let's walk well, right kinda of, right that.
3: Yes. Okay. Yeah. So we made plans. Well, yeah, like I reached out and I was like, hey, we're going to go to the park. He's like, okay, I'll meet you right then. And it was like at the last minute. So we met up, had a good time. Our dogs just love each other. And um, the next time he reached out, we met up. And as we were walking into the trail, I turned and I was like, oh, hey, is this your friend? He's like, oh, no, it's my wife. And I was really surprised because he had only ever used Singular pronouns had never mentioned anything about anybody else in his life.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> how many times did you hang out before you uh, met his wife? Twice. Okay. Oh. And yeah. in e- and each of the the, the first like, the first time and then the second time, like the second time specifically, how long was it? Was it like you you guys talked for a couple hours? Was it like a twenty minute play date with the dog? Um, we talked
3: probably an hour and a half both okay. times. So good a good amount.
0: Uh, and then yeah. dogs are playing, but mostly you guys are talking. Yeah. Okay. So um, you meet the wife. And I'm
3: like, okay, that's fine. Whatever. And so I like, I'm chatting with his wife and she's cool. And she immediately like wants to start making plans with me. And I am like, okay, yeah, whatever. Like, that's fine. Like they've both moved here within the last like five months.
0: So, so the, the, like, wife okay, been, just, like, the wife has been friends. very kind of, she was over overtly friendly. With you?
3: Overtly friendly. Yes. Very friendly. I probably had a look. I do not hide my feelings. And so I probably had a look of utter shock when she's like, oh, no, I'm his wife. And it just didn't seem to face her at all. And I was like, okay, whatever. Like, they probably just want to be friends.
0: Like, no red flag went off on her part. She's like, why are you so surprised to know I exist kind of thing? Yes. Yeah. Mm. None
5: of
3: that. And so I, like, left that encounter. Like, I felt really awkward the whole time and, like, a little uncomfortable Um, and the, they've both reached out since, this has been a week since I've seen them and they've both been reaching out, wanting to either hang out with me or meet up at the dog park again. Um, and I've just been busy and haven't been able to, I don't really feel, uh, like I want to hang out with them because I've had the thought like, what if they're like in an open relationship and
5: Mm
3: -hmm. want to like have me come into that, which I'm not here for.
0: Okay. And so you say that you know you're not looking for advice of what to do in, in that sense. Yeah. And that is because it sounds like you're just you're, your 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 choices to like this is weird and I don't I'm probably gonna shut it down type of thing.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm a pretty direct communicator. So yeah, that's I not mean, an issue
0: I for me. I think that's probably a, a safe choice.
3: I don't know if they like are just wanting to be friends or if they're like looking for more.
0: I mean, it's hard to say, right? I don't, I don't know them. Uh, you said they just both recently moved, obviously as a couple, to this new city. And I guess, how old are they? Uh,
3: they're probably in their mid twenties.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it's harder to make friends um, when you move to a new city after college, you know, or outside of work. You know, there's you rely on work. And so it's always a struggle for men and women, especially even sometimes married couples to try to extend their friend group. So there there is that, you know, I always say, trust your gut. You got a weird vibe from it. Um, Yeah. You know, the fact that you you spent a lot of time. Was he wearing a a wedding ring when he was uh, when you first met him?
3: He wasn't the the two times we hung out, just the two of us, but when his wife was there, he was. Mm. Okay,
0: so that's weird, Um, right? Not normal. So, like, you definitely have a weird vibe from this. So, your choices are either ask them point blank uh, and be like, hey, guys, are you in an open relationship? Are you trying to fuck me? Or or ignore it and just be uncomfortable or not hang out with them. And it sounds like you're going to go with option three, which is probably the safe and healthier choice. I'm just curious yeah. as to, other than, you know, you, you know what you want. I mean, I appreciate you calling and telling this story. What's making you want to ask someone or myself or anyone what this situation is, as opposed to just, you know what, that was weird. I'm just going to move on. You know, what, what's in there? The,
3: because I've asked a couple of different friends, and one of my best friends is married. And I told her that, and she's like, oh, I probably do that all the time to people. Cause I just am like in a very trusting relationship with my husband sure. and uh, I'm you... not often wearing my wedding ring. And so they're probably like just wanting to be friends. And then I've talked to other people and they're like, Oh no, that sounds really weird.
0: Well, sure. Right. Cause everyone is different. So I guess I can see both sides. It, I'm not making that big of a deal about the ring per se. Again, I'm not married and I know that uh, some, you know, just because you're married and guys often, s- Especially find the ring uncomfortable, so there might be those yeah. things like that. I mean, uh, men can still cheat with a wedding ring, so it's not like that's the 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 chastity belt, so to speak. But more importantly, you just felt a vibe in terms of like for an hour and a half communication. Uh, there's also ways to do it. I remember um, when I had a, a girlfriend a, a while. It's been a while, but when I had a girlfriend, <laughs> um, I was at a bachelor party in Vegas, right? And it was me and my and my buddies and we met this group of girls and they were like in the pool too. And, you know, every, this whole group, everyone's just like hanging out. Nothing inappropriate going on, but there's these group of people. And, you know, you know, one of these these girls was very flirty with me and like, you don't want to have to awkwardly like be aggressive and be like, oh, whoa, 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 I got a girlfriend or I got a boyfriend. But there's a lot yeah, of easy sure. ways to look for an opportunity to just throw it out there casually. Yeah. And so, for example in this group of girls, like people were like, well, what do you do for a living, et cetera, et cetera. And this one girl said she worked at this company. This was a large company that my girlfriend at the time happened to also work at. So immediately I was like, oh yeah, my girlfriend works there. You know, it was just, and I deliberately mentioned it to just be like everyone, just so we know (laughs) I have a girlfriend. Right. And that's the way people do that without making it awkward. And so that you spent three hours with a guy who's married. There's an it's so effortless to oh, what brings you to town? Well, me and my wife just moved here. That simple, right? And the fact that he didn't mean that right. is, again, it's a, it's a weird it's a weird situation. Um, but I guess I'm still like I know you're you're maybe you're just fascinated by the situation, but I don't know. I'm just, I just feel like there's something in you that's trying to figure out. You know, like what are you trying to figure out? Because I know it's weird, but like. You know, like, are you just curious Are you just like a naturally curious person, or why are you? Yeah. Are, okay, so it's not I'm like. Just
3: a pretty curious person. I'm just fascinated. I'm like, this is a new situation. I've never. If you. I've did- never faced this, and I'm wondering if I'm just like have my little antennas up too high, or you know, if it's a real thing. Did he
1: say anything sexual to you, or did she? Like, did they?
0: Yeah, were you No, no. So yeah, minus her, but like let's focus on him. Was he flirty the first two times?
3: He was friendly. Okay. I'm also very bad in picking up on signals.
0: <laughs> okay. Fair. Um yeah, and listen, it it just seems like um it I find it to be a little unique or weird and not to judge, but there are you know, you never really know, but it sounds like I'm assuming you're single, right? Uh so you're looking mm-hmm. to date someone, here you are, thought you met a nice guy. Like were you attracted to him? Is that like minus your yeah. dogs being best friends, were you like at the time, the first two dates, you're like, oh, maybe this is a guy I could keep hanging out with. I mean, it's not wasn't really about the dogs per se, right?
3: Um, it was both.
0: Sure, right. I mean <laughs> and that's neat that yeah. your dogs loved each other, but I'm I'm assuming like yeah. this whole time you're like you know, as much like, as if okay, you're, he's cute, like, yeah. I'll keep like if, chatting with him and see like if this is the thing, if your dog hit it off with some other dog and the owner was someone you found to be slightly annoying and you weren't physically attracted to him, I'm guessing you would be less inclined to go out of your way, even if your dog,
5: absolutely right? So like 100% I, that's
0: neat that your dogs liked each other, but I don't think it was really about the dog, which I'm just saying like, yeah, oh, that's, that's fair. A, that's really it's true. a bummer to like someone, right? And then, and that's the thing. It's just like, oh, you you know, when you're single and you meet someone that you're like, ooh, maybe (laughs) option, right? And then, and then only to be like, you get a little excited. Uh. Maybe you tell your friends. It's just like, you know, I met this guy. Are fucking dogs like each other? <laughs> this is great. I can picture our lives together. <laughs> and then, like, date three, his oh, wife shows up. Yeah, that's like not good. that's a that's a bummer, right? And uh, you know what a what an unfortunate situation. Um, but I mean, I don't know. Like, all things being equal, do you think you could be friends with her? I mean, maybe you have enough of friends. You're like, I don't need another chick in my life. I don't. You know, I don't know.
3: Um, I mean, I've got plenty of friends, but I'm I'm like fine to be friends with them. I don't care. Like. They seem like nice people. So, like, I mean, listen, if, if it's you're that not uncomfortable situation, then sure.
0: If you're that naturally curious of a person, just for fun, the next time she reaches out to you, grab a cup of coffee with her and just be like, I got to, can I just,
1: can I yeah, just be honest? Yeah, come clean. Can I just yeah. be honest?
0: You guys seem like really nice, but I didn't know you existed the first two times. And, you know you guys i'm i feel like we're becoming friends but i was a little thrown off by uh yeah uh not knowing you existed and maybe it seems like you have a really trusting relationship she might just be like well if i'm being honest we're just trying to fuck you. i don't know maybe she <laughs> won't maybe she you know i don't know maybe who knows it could uh, if if you don't okay, feel threatened great. by
1: them yeah, do it. right
0: you know i don't know maybe i'm assuming they're normal people but meet in a public area and have a cup of coffee and just be like yeah, uh can I just throw some out there and <laughs> <laughs> send us an update. Yeah. Um okay. let us let us know. Uh I think there's more to be discovered here and if you are if you're up for it, I think you should just there's no harm in uh in finding out just for fun. You don't seem to be overly invested in in this relationship, which is no. great. And I'm sure your dog will like other dogs. So that's fine.
3: He does. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's fine. I mean, probably the only takeaway is like sometimes we like to use our friends and dogs and our work as excuses for things that like, hey, I liked him. And he turns out he has a wife. And that's a bummer. Yeah, it is. Um,
1: is that something people do groom you for? Do people groom other people for threesomes?
0: I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I've. I've, I I've never been in a or relationship they- where we mutually were trying to <laughs> find a third party. It seems
1: icky. Like, or do you, yeah, I guess if you just come right out with it, most people will be like, uh, no thanks.
0: I, I feel like, I don't, I know I have some friends in relationships that, uh, have non-traditional relationships. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not, I, I don't know a lot about it. Yeah. I get the sense that there's a community. Yes.
1: That you can pick from. Right. Yeah.
0: Like I, I get a sense that if you are in an open relationship, there's like a pool of people. Yeah. I, I don't. I could be wrong. Or do they literally? Do you go out hunting? Right? Well, I have so a couple speak.
1: friends who got like drawn into someone's. approached, but not for threesome, just for like a guy's side girl. And they're like, yeah, he takes me out. We and like his wife knows, but like I know that we'll never have a relationship because he's married. Wow. But I don't. I think I they were LA. groomed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is LA. So this is a little.
0: uh yeah, I mean, LA is a unique city where there, I feel like there's people okay with someone like getting the rent paid for. Yeah, mm, yeah. I could be, you know, yeah. I don't know. Um, so yeah, that's what I would do. I would uh, I would look into it. Okay. I would uh, have some fun with it or, or just leave it alone. But I get the sense that you're also curious and you want to know. And I can't really, I can give you like all the, here are the possibilities of the situation, but I don't really know. And I'm curious myself. So yeah. you might as well just ask her yeah and just Uh, say
1: like Nick said that it was weird that he didn't mention you like
0: to be like I went I I called on this podcast and I I told this story and (laughs) they told me to ask you if you want to that won't be weird (laughs) (laughs) Uh, maybe we'll get two new uh, listeners you never know (laughs) spread the word All right, well Laura let let us know if you get an update uh, email us and and, uh, we'll uh, we'll share it with the audience Uh, I think we we always appreciate the follow up so thank you for your question
3: Thanks guys. All right, have a, a great day. All right,
0: bye bye. I don't know. I, I like we talked about with with Laura on the call, the uh, open relationship world. It's getting more buzz.
1: It is, yeah.
0: You know, I don't know if that's our society in the sense that we've become less and less traditional. Hmm. I mean, my myself, you are similar to that. We grew up traditionally. Yeah. Uh, I I still hold on to a lot of
5: I
1: know you know yeah
0: my roots, and Me I too. I think traditions can be great, and I'm very. uh proud and thankful for where i came from but at the same time you know as you get older you're like wow we do a lot of things just because we always did them yeah um and i think marriage is a beautiful thing and the family dynamic is is a healthy one but sometimes it's not for everyone yeah and i think more and more people uh are into i mean are into different things i last night just this re- what i no uh, i'm from milwaukee yeah. right so i follow like local uh like on twitter like local news and one of the local news did this report about this uh, very beautiful uh iowa lawyer yeah 30 years old okay who is a part-time prostitute in nevada married with a kid oh. she met her husband uh when she was a prostitute, she works at a brothel. Like, uh, oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Because like it's legal a, there.
0: It's legal in Nevada. Right. And it's like this, like a well organized, like, you know, it's right. not like she's working the street. Right, like right, she, right. Yeah. I mean, she's an absolute babe. Yeah. And she's a lawyer. She makes a lot her, of money. Her and her husband uh-huh. uh, have a law practice together in Iowa. <laughs> okay. They have a kid together. Okay. They're just extremely non traditional. Yeah. And her argument is, she's like, the, it was a story because she's advocating for, uh, prostitution in a yeah. sense of like the, the the shame that goes with yeah. it and legalizing like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's consent there's yeah. all these things i can say yes i can say no
5: it's more but empowered you can't for the give women. me
0: money and that's somehow illegal and again i'm not here to say whether i agree or disagree it's just a fascinating alternative point of view yeah. and so many things we do in life and the things we judge yeah. uh, are often come from how we were raised and listen if if you're you're very much people listening, your beliefs might tell you that's a sin and that's not okay. And I'm I'm not here to disagree with you. It's, yeah. I'm watching and be like, this, my mind is blown right now <laughs> I need to process this. And they ask the husband, it's like, what do you think of your wife being a prostitute? Which yeah. is like a really, almost seemingly offensive question. But right. it's part of the, you know, he does, yeah. and he kind of looks, and he's a, he looks really young, handsome guy. He's just kind of like, I'll be honest. And he kind of like, I don't really care. Oh, And it was like, you know, listen. That's this who they are. Yeah. I only say it's just like, if that works for them, right. I I don't think I could be on board, but yeah. that's what they are for, and and they have each other, and I I guess, and we're just we're seeing more and more alternative lifestyles yeah. out there, and I think the important thing is it's just you really have to be on the same page with. Yeah. It's all and about like, communication. About
1: Laura, like it feels bad to be feel like you're getting deceived or tricked into something
0: Uh, from from laura's standpoint but like the we don't know whether this is just has nothing to do with the threesome or just like people looking to make friends yeah um
1: but i love your message of trusting your gut because so many
0: of us have learned to not trust our gut you gotta trust your gut yeah Uh, you
1: really can't go wrong
0: I mean your gut's not always right, but, but the gut so, always tells you to ask more questions, yeah, and it's you know the people like what's the difference between like trusting your gut and and kind of leaning into your insecurities mm-hmm. right because like you can the uh trust your gut or just being a paranoid person, yeah if there's a difference right if you're if you're creating situations in your head yeah. based off of very limited evidence then that that's your you're being paranoid if you're like yeah. looking for things and creating scenarios yeah like but if you feel like you're ignoring things, yeah. if your gut tells you that something's there and you keep making excuses mm-hmm. for your gut, that's when you should really pay attention to that. Yeah. So are you making excuses for your, or are you creating things is kind of the way to, to help mm-hmm. yourself through that. Yeah. What's up, Ashley? How are you doing?
4: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm great. I'm Nick. This is Rochelle. Hi. How can we help okay. you, Ashley?
4: Well, I grew up really religious. And, uh, part God of that was you. the whole purity culture thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Hell yeah.
4: And, uh, always thought I wasn't going to have sex until I was married or same, even, same. Kiss, until I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. even kiss until I was married.
1: What? Um, that was me
0: too. I was pretty I know, sure I was kissing. Was like, that's for sure.
4: <laughs> um, but then I became not religious in my mid twenties and, uh, my first, kiss was when I was like 25. Mm -hmm. And then the first time I had sex was when I was 28 with my now boyfriend. Okay. So along with that, all that religious stuff is I'm very inexperienced when it comes to sex and intimacy. Mm -hmm. And I'm a little worried about boring my boyfriend. Mm
5: -hmm.
0: You're you're worried about what would your sorry, go ahead. You're worried about it.
4: Yeah, I'm worried about it. He hasn't said anything about it, but secretly I'm just kind of insecure about it and Aww. worried that I might be boring.
0: Well, that's very healthy, I think, uh, of you to admit your insecurity. A lot of people pretend mm-hmm. things don't bother them and then they like project the shit out of it and it gets really weird. So good for you for admitting <laughs> okay. that. I think... I always say that uh, admitting your insecurity is it, it's one of the most confident things anyone can do, and it's a you know it's a very attractive thing. People are very attracted to people say, so You know what I'm really insecure about, and then they say it, and then it's like a real insecurity you know as opposed to like it'd be like what you don't want to do is be like Tyler like you know what I'm really secure about like i don't know my skin it's like I feel ugly today, and everyone looks at Tyler C. and it's just like dude you're you're hot does he say that no I'm saying like <laughs> when I'm saying when people like you know it's that like false uh false self-deprecation yeah yeah and making up insecurities to sound like mm-hmm. you're good at insecurities is mm-hmm. a great way of looking insecure i think i'm getting off topic here but for, <laughs> this is a real like insecurity of yours and it's sometimes hard to admit yeah. i'm yeah. afraid my boyfriend thinks i'm boring in bed yeah that's a real insecurity someone can yeah have. and to be able to admit that is a sign of confidence and so i think yeah. you should just Use that as a starting point to be proud okay. of yourself for being confident. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my second point is, uh, you know, be aware of that and, and don't create realities that in your head that aren't true in the real world. Uh, okay. If it is something you do wonder about, you could ask them. Uh, sure. Start there. Uh, we just had a caller, uh, you know, it's gonna be a lot of same, similar things. Sex is tough to talk about in relationships. It's yeah. harder for people who aren't good at talking about it, but s- start slow. You got, I mean, if you're going to be in a relationship with anyone, regardless if you're conservative or not, you should be able to communicate about sex. Otherwise, it's really weird and unhealthy.
1: You know, in the email, she said right. uh, she's never given a handjob or a blowjob or tried any positions other than
0: missionary. So, yeah. That is, that is the, the definition thing. of vanilla. Yeah. Uh yeah. let me ask you this. Uh has your I mean, what do you find do you think he has a high sex drive? Do you think he's tr- wanna?
4: Um, I think so. Um the only time I think I kinda shot myself in the foot because the only time it ever came up like doing anything other than vanilla, he was like, Well, we'll just be honest. I was on my period and he was like, Well, we could do other things Yeah. And I was like
5: what
4: other things I just, like, oh, no. and he was like uh you tell me and i was like i don't oh, know no. but i was like too embarrassed to say like i don't know other things that's that's so like that's really like, endearing. Yeah, it's, i mean it's
0: so cute um here, here this will make i you, relate to this hardcore yeah totally listen yeah. uh i i want i'm gonna i don't know your your boyfriend but i'm gonna safely assume i think that uh you really don't have much to worry about and here's why i think that is uh i think he has some awkwardness and insecurities about this stuff too on what i'm saying he's yeah. not, you're not dating some sort of like sex expert who like has this built up sexual experience that he just can't right. experience with you right he mm-hmm. might be ha- right. he might he might be open but he's not comfortable necessarily either. So don't worry about like him being super disappointed. I I say that because if you were dating someone with a little bit more experience and a little bit more uh, confidence and and wanting more, guys have a way of like being like, well, that's not weird, like that's cool. Like Mm -hmm. he's not comfortable either talking about that. So don't worry too much. There are plenty of, if, if, listen, if I were in that situation, i've i've had sex with my girlfriend on her period i have uh this ha you know and a lot of times especially when i was younger it was just uh it had to do with not making my girlfriend feel like it was a dirty it's like i don't, I don't find you very attractive i don't it does this doesn't bother me and You know, there were sometimes this it's like, well, well, that's, I'm uncomfortable. It's okay. Well, if you're uncomfortable, that's fine, but I'm not uncomfortable. And then they're like, there's a, uh, you know, this, this, it's all just about being comfortable. And so right now he, he's, he might not be sure if he's comfortable suggesting you could do other things because you're, you don't Mm -hmm. seem comfortable. And so what I'm saying is he's just, trust me, if he was more confident about sex, he would do better at that. And he's not, and that's Okay what I'm saying is you don't have to worry about yeah. him like being like so disappointed that cause he would probably be better okay. at communicating that with you. So here again, you have two right. people who aren't great at it per se. So just be open with them and just ask, maybe ask like, yeah. Hey, I'm, I, And you said you shot yourself in the foot. Like, you, it's not, this is not a conversation you can't never have again. You act like, well, I said this once, there's no going back. Like, you can, you can bring (laughs) it up.
6: But I don't know why
1: it has to be a conversation. Can't you just grab it and start going at it and try it?
0: She can. I'm all for that. Right. But sometimes when that happens, it can be really awkward because. You've admitted that you don't know exactly what you're doing. But you learn by doing. Also, you learn by talking. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Listen, I'm a big communicator. I find that to be really attractive and hot. And I said this on our last call. I think there's nothing wrong with talking about sex, especially when you're not like naked or having sex, like just talking Mm -hmm. about it. Like when there's no stakes, right? When you're not vulnerable and naked or on your period and like, or he's just like naked and he's not hard. Like there's a lot of like vulnerability in that situation, even for two people who are dating. Mm -hmm. So have talk about sex when you're fully clothed and when you're, it's just like you're at dinner and you're just like, hey, can I just, you know, I I just felt a little uncomfortable and I just want to know what you felt because like I'm down to try more things, but like I'm also like, you probably have more sexual experience with me and it's kind of hot if I were a guy and my girlfriend was like, do you want to teach me some things? I would be like, <laughs> check, please. You know, like, I mean, seriously. Yeah. So I think he's just, he, my guess is he's trying to be respectful. He doesn't, as a guy, I don't want to feel like I'm, you know, 2019 man. I don't want, I never felt this way, but you know, everyone's on high alert. I never wanted to make my girlfriend feel uncomfortable i never wanted to make my girlfriend feel like i was putting in her position that she didn't want to be in and with Mm -hmm. when it comes to sex so Mm -hmm. if he's suggesting something and you kind of shoot it down then he might be like okay i'm not i'm not bringing i don't want to be a freak again so similar to our last caller i think talk about it and just just yeah i mean let them know that like you know what i i uh there Because there are other things you can do when you're on your period. There's plenty. You, you do stuff for him. He can still do stuff for you. Yeah. You, can, you can kind of – you don't have to necessarily go, like, in the cave, but you can, like, dabble around right. the outside of it or oh, whatever. Oh, God. No, you can. Don't yeah. go
1: in the cave. <laughs> oh, no. Maybe
0: it's not a cave. Kid seems to be, like, a large hole <laughs> no. opening. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, oh. you can – you don't have to – you really there, there there doesn't have to be a mess so to speak
1: i know um, i my first blow job was so bad i was so scared of penises because i also grew up very religious and it was so bad that yeah he told me to stop
0: sure <laughs> and that was my first it was so, <laughs> so
1: humiliating to me but like you just literally learn by doing it and getting more comfortable totally yeah.
0: but a lot of it is like i'm I'm somewhere along the line rochelle i'm assuming either a girlfriend or a guy friend you didn't just figure it out without someone no, su- making suggestions. No, I think you do. Yeah, I, I think at some point Rochelle, someone might have mentioned something, some guy or some, There
1: are great YouTube videos about blowjobs that I would check out. Check out.
0: Check them out too. I just I want to keep encouraging communication with your partner uh is also Yeah. is also an option. Also, yes, check out YouTube videos. Uh, There's feminist porn out there who we had talked about in previous episodes. I mean, also watch regular porn if you want. But if you want to like, there's this feminist porn that I haven't seen it, but my understanding it talks, it's really like about actual what maybe real sex looks like and what women enjoy and maybe your partner and you watch it together. It's not just about Mm -hmm. like gang banging and weird fetishes like most porn seems to be. And then you like watch, you're like, oh, Jesus, like, does is that is that what sex is? That is, you know, porn usually is not a great way to learn how to have sex. Yeah. Um, I just think, again, keep talking about it. Right. Um, yes. I mean, we, b- both with men and women, what I've learned is p- that you p- both they overdo it. Right. If a guy's fingering a girl, like I told you about my like high school, the, 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 yeah. the girl who taught me yeah. uh, how to do that. Name it was like less is more. Yeah, you know, just
1: grab it. You know, grab it. Get if comfortable. You're, if you're
0: it. a girl, well, don't necessarily grab it. Grab it. it. It's not a thing you're, you're supposed to yank around. Not yank,
1: but grab. Like, like hold it.
0: Touch it. Slowly. <laughs> yeah, gently. Just, yeah. You, know?
5: like
1: you got to start kinda, slow.
0: Sure. Yeah. But don't overdo it. You know, sometimes <laughs> people like to go in a little hot. My, I overdo it. Everyone my. overdoes it, right? You don't have to. And a lot of it has to do probably because they saw some porno and it was just like a lot of aggression. Slow, steady. Gentle.
1: And a guy's a great one to show you how to do a hand job. I feel like a guy's the best at that because he
0: does it all the time. Totally, right? Um but nothing th- really mm-hmm. no, nothing no one ever really can get it just, <laughs>
1: just like No one knows
0: you like you, you know? <laughs> um
5: oh.
1: but
0: uh, yeah, listen, I, I I don't think you need to worry about it. I, I my guess is he's not overly disappointed. He might have wanted to do some some things, but you know he's maybe just a guy unless you feel otherwise and you're not sharing something um he he's probably okay with and he probably would love to hear you talk about it he just probably doesn't know how to and he might be trying to you know respect your comfort level yeah so kind of like give him a window let him know that you are open to it again similar to our last caller we have two people who just like don't know mm-hmm. how to talk uh, i mentioned with, like i think texting and again just Find ways that you get more comfortable, but there is something about a a, a a couple being able to talk about it and being on the same page and feeling comfortable. Hmm. I mean, again, you know, uh, this is a boyfriend girlfriend situation. It, if it's a hookup, that's harder to do, right? If you are hooking up with I just someone, think, yeah,
1: get the right. reps in. Get the, you know, you'll you'll figure it
0: out. Definitely get the reps. But I I think the best sex life, the best sex relationships are couples who can communicate about what they like and dislike that they can talk about it Mm -hmm. uh, with each other, especially Mm -hmm. even when they're not having sex, Mm -hmm. because then when they do have sex, then you can kind of really Mm -hmm. talk more and be open about it and try new things and no judgment. You know, you always want to never, never make the other person feel judged. Um, Right. So, so yeah. Um, I, I personally think that if you, uh, if you uh, if you ask him, hey, listen, just tell him what you told us, and be like, I if if there's some things you want to like show me what you like, I am I am down, and I think he will be quite yeah. thrilled to hear that. And uh,
1: also, yeah. bl- blowjobs don't have to be the whole shebang. Like you can just start a little bit, get in there a little bit, and then go back to your okay. missionary. You Everyone, okay.
0: to- everyone's different, but yes, uh, that's called foreplay. It's a little bit of an appetizer. You don't want to get full on bread. But sometimes bread's nice, you know. Like,
1: oh god. Well, I'm just saying. (laughs) I like. No, it's good. You don't have to. You just try a little bit and then go back. Like you know, because that is overwhelming to think about. Like taking a load, like your first. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's a lot. You know what?
0: You know, it's like three licks on the tootsie pop. You know, (laughs)
1: Um,
0: just uh, give it a little. uh, Yeah. um, But yes, it just a lot of slow touching and and kind of Mm -hmm. feeling things out literally um yeah but i i i really encourage you to to i think if i if i I mean maybe i'm way off base i think your next conversation with your boyfriend be like hey remember that one time um
4: that would be a good place to start yeah
0: and like i uh and just admit, I'm uh, I am insecure about this. I don't have a lot of experience, so like I'm I. Yeah. But I want to be more experienced, and I want to try new things with you, and mm-hmm. I want to do it with you. And so, like, let's try it.
1: Make sure he goes down on you too, girl. Don't make it. Girl. Yes, yes. <laughs> Get yours. Both not, ways.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think that. Yeah, he's
1: not right now, though.
0: I mean, he offered to do things when you know, uh, on when you know. Yeah, I'm assuming he wants to do things, but yes, it should be mutually beneficial. Uh, for sure. She's frozen on the smile. She's just like <laughs> thinking about him going down on her. Uh, well, hopefully that was was helpful. But uh, you're, no judgment. I, There's nothing yeah, wrong with. Yeah. Uh, I I wouldn't worry about like you had a slow start and you had lost virginity at a certain age. It really doesn't matter. Right. You know, uh, it's not a race. Uh, just just be able to st- be with someone you're comfortable with and and start slowly talking about it. And I, again, I I said this, uh, with our last caller and I think it's worth repeating is use words like we and us and not you and me and, you know, talk about what you guys can do together and never make the other person feel judged, um, is a great place to start because men can get really insecure about it too, as, as women. All right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, hope that was helpful. Uh, Good luck. Uh, Happy hump day. And uh
5: okay.
0: I, <laughs> I hope it works out for you. I think it's probably easier for guys, right? If if a uh, I wonder, I don't know. Maybe I'm just thinking out loud here, but if a uh, if a guy meets a a girl and she's maybe more sexually experienced, is it harder for her to be more open? I just find that if a guy is pretty confident in his um sexuality and his uh experience that he and he's dating a girl with less experience, he's He's good at, he's, he's good at talking about it. Yeah. If I were in that situation mm-hmm. and I suggested to her, well, we can do other things. And she's like, what? I would, would done, do it. Yeah. I would offer the suggestion. Right. right it sounds right. like he was like, oh, well, not, yeah, I'm just, exactly. I don't yeah. know. And to me, that sounds like someone who's all equally just not yeah. totally which comfortable, is mine. which is totally fine. So that's why I think she doesn't have to worry about him being overly disappointed. And I think like it's two mm-hmm. people who still don't. Uh, Want to talk about? Because I think plenty of guys have been like, "Well, let me show you." Yeah. Uh, well, you know, um, so it's amazing how many people. It's like, yeah, sex is. It's a it it's not porn. It's also you're not going to burn in hell. I mean, I don't think. <laughs> Can't wait for our callers to. Get that one star, oh, burning in hell no. review. Um, but there's an in between of it's. It can be. It's. It's in a relationship a very healthy and normal yeah. thing. And we're just trying to normalize uh, sex communication in a relationship. Yeah. Uh, get yours, get uh, yours but man. make sure they get theirs. But man, if you're going in blind, imagine like you're suggesting just doing your reps. I get that. No, get your that's reps. what I,
1: I'm telling her what I did. But
0: don't get in a car, put on a blindfold, and put your you know foot on the gas you know, because you're going to crash in a feel wall. But better
1: to crash and then get back on. It's not like you're going to die. Get back on your feet. Try again.
0: Totally. But also maybe take the blindfold off and instead of like putting your foot on the gas, just start real slow.
1: I know, but sometimes you just got to jump off the diving board, you know?
0: Sure, but you run the risk of an awkward situation that sets you back that you didn't okay. need to. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm,
1: I'm down for communication. I'm not good at If you
0: grab the dick and yank away. Not he, yank. He literally might be like, okay, like I love you and we can have sex, but please don't touch my dick. That hurt. <laughs> um, I mean, that can happen. Like if you don't know how to give a hand job.
1: That literally has happened to me, but then you learn. It can then be I learned.
0: uncomfortable for guys. Same way if you have a guy who like is just cranking away down there probably really uncomfortable i would imagine yeah. for you women yeah um so just let the other person know yeah but yeah get some get some reps i like sex
1: versation. that's se- what you're encouraging
0: sex did you make that up
1: yeah sex versation.
0: there we go what's up bethany how you doing
6: i'm good how are you
0: so good thanks for asking <laughs> um we obviously have rochelle here hi bethany I'd like to introduce myself. Hi, my name is Nick.
6: Super excited.
0: Super excited. I'm super
1: excited to be on your podcast. She spelled my so, name right uh, on the email.
0: Is that like a unique thing? Mm-hmm. No one gets your name. Richelle? Richelle? Richelle. Richelle. Bethany, how can we help you?
6: Okay. So, um, my question. I'm not really sure how applicable it is now, but it was something that was really, really picking at me at the beginning of my relationship, and to kind of understand why there was shame and guilt around it. I also came from a very uh, conservative Christian home where sex was reserved for the relationship between a man and wife.
0: (laughs) There's a lot of you out there. (laughs) What? So said, you're not alone, Bethany. You're not alone.
6: (laughs) No, no. It's a very common thing. A lot of my friends, it's similar. And so, um, around the age of 19, I was in a committed relationship and decided that it was a good time just to kind of explore my sexuality and, um, cause I felt comfortable with him and, uh, found out that kind of comparing notes with friends, I might have what you call an advanced sex drive, I guess. Um, Tell us more. More. <laughs> and, uh, my friends. And so, what do you mean
0: by advanced? I mean, again, it's all relative, right? I mean, if all your friends are from your similar time, backgrounds,
6: like I can't get enough. Love.
0: Just if if he's willing to give it, you're willing to take it, kind of thing. Oh no, no, i
6: only in a committed relationship. No, um, I know, but in a committed I, relationship,
0: I don't mean you're out there just horn around, but like
1: which there's nothing wrong with nothing that. nothing
0: wrong with whatever. We're not here to judge, but. Uh, Maybe whoring around the wrong phrase. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) Anyways.
6: But yeah, pretty much. Um, I'm pretty much down whenever.
0: Down whenever. Great. How it is. All right. And what's your question? (laughs) That sounds fine.
6: Yeah. Okay. Well, um, that relationship, because I'm so young, I think that there started to be guilt and shame around um, the act of having sex because I really enjoyed it. From who? But. Um, that relationship eventually ended. Okay. Um, not Maybe not because of that, but um, that was a factor. And so I decided for a time I would just close the door on that and focus on myself and figure all of that being single. Sure. Until the after I graduated undergrad and um, when I started grad school, I had this summer of just nothingness. And so when you're bored, things happen. And so I had very casual relationships with two guys um, at separate times and it was more of a hookup culture and I decided that wasn't really for me. Okay. And um, so moving to a completely new city, I knew no one um, and I told myself, okay, Bethany. I was only 22 at the time, but I'm dating with an intention, so intentions to eventually end with a marriage or just a committed relationship, and I was taught that you want to build it on a solid foundation, and maybe the physical wasn't a solid foundation, so I was like, okay, you're not going to do it, Um, so I was on Bumble to meet people and kind of learn uh, more about the city that I just moved to and about Three to two, about three weeks into that process, I swiped right on my man. Uh, we had an amazing first date. We really connected um, on a like intellectual, spiritual. We had similar core values and beliefs, and he was hilarious, made me laugh, and I just enjoy spending time with him. We I think the date lasted like five hours, mm-hmm. and I went home. He dropped me off. Was super respectful. We ended up not even kissing, though the chemistry was there, and I was really proud of myself. I was like, "Way to go!" Um, Cause because all I want is that dick.
0: I'm just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> um, let's be real. Where Where are we so, now? Uh, where are we now? I guess what? Uh, where? what's What can we help you with, if anything?
6: Well, I'm about to get there. I'm about to get there.
0: Let's 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 <laughs> get there so we can get into the meat of it.
6: Second date. Uh, we had sex. And after that, it was six to eight times a week. And on average, the couple is two to three. And so in the back of my mind, I was like, okay, is there actually substance in this relationship past the sex? Like, he's still pursuing me. We were still dating, but was the euphoria of the act taking over, um, like, long term?
0: I mean I, 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 I Yeah. I don't have a specific answer for you. I I think it's maybe important for me to take a step back and explain to your audience something about averages in the sense of Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Averages don't mean that most people are necessarily doing that number. Averages mean you take a a collection of a bunch of people and then you average those two together and when you have an average means there's a bunch of people on the spectrum it's average is different than the medium in terms of like what most couples and maybe that's two to three i don't know but within an average you do have a lot of people having a ton of sex and you have a lot of people having no sex and then somewhere together that's always what in the middle so like this idea of uh of comparing your relationship to the average especially when it comes to like how much sex you're having is probably a fairly unhealthy exercise for any couple whether you're having no sex or a lot of sex Um, as it relates to you and defining your relationship I mean again I can't tell you how much sex you should have or anything like that but from listening to your story I think you you seem to be someone who's and how old are you now?
6: I'm 23.
0: Okay, so you're still pretty young and and you're you grew up in a conservative household and that's great and again we we're not knocking that Uh, at all we Rochelle both and I did that and I'm guessing you probably still have a lot of those same values that you still uh, live up by but uh, when it comes to your sex life you've kind of branched out a little bit but there's probably still some internal conflict of comparing how you were raised versus how does that fit in with your kind of new life and your sexual appetite so to speak and shame and judgment maybe coming from people you're dating or yourself probably mostly or like you know what you're what you think your parents would think if they knew all the things you were doing Um, so you're probably just putting too much emphasis on sex in general, regardless of how much sex you're having, just the idea of sex. You're like, you're, you're probably making your relationship all about sex one way or the other, just because you've, uh, it's been such a conflict of what you were taught. Interestingly enough, for people who like grew up in the purity culture, they get, you talk about sex a lot you just tell them not to fucking do it you know so it's a constant reminder of how an obsession about don't do sex you're signing contracts you're doing all these things so you're taught taught a lot about sex even sex becomes a big part of your life in terms of how to avoid it (laughs) (laughs) and now you're and now you're not avoiding it so now you're just like trying to find how how sex is fitting into your relationship i think you just kind of chill out about the whole sex part uh you're still dating this guy right yeah. Yeah, and you like him, yeah. and it's great.
6: Oh yeah! Now I I love him so. Hey. Um, it was kind of more of a question that I used to have. Yeah. Um. and I thought maybe there might be listeners yeah, totally. who are like, is there such thing as too much sex in a relationship?
0: It, I mean, it, it's, it could be too much sex if one of you is just like, I can't give up. <laughs> you know, then it's too much sex for them, and that is a possibility. I mean, that's the thing. We have this stereotype that guys always want sex, and the girls don't want sex, and that might be a stereotype because that might be the norm, but that's certainly plenty of, of people, and again, at, at different points in the relationship, guys might their sexual drive might diminish. You know, you could be dating this guy, and a year into a relationship, he gets this new job, he's super stressed out, and maybe he's just not, he's not feeling it, right? And oftentimes in a relationship, women tend to feel like, what do you mean you don't want to have sex with me? I mean, yeah. like, what, what the hell? Right. You know, I, I just remember, for me growing up, it was like when I wanted sex, maybe we would get sex. And when she wanted sex, I better be ready to have sex because it was like, wait, you don't like, whoa, I'm the one who turns. Yeah. And so that's not normal either. And I think sometimes that stereotype negatively affects especially young relationships or any relationship is that sometimes guys aren't into having sex. And it's not about you, the women. That's why they don't want to have sex. It has nothing to do with whether they're attracted to you or they still don't want to have sex with you. There might be, like, listen, you know, you, you, when we talk about, like, oh, is my boyfriend or girlfriend cheating on me? You know, one of the signs is they're not having sex with you. Sure, but that doesn't necessarily mean, and especially in terms of, like, maybe the sexist dips a little bit. You're not doing it all the time. Ten People tend to have more sex early in the honeymoon phase of when you're just like, I can't get enough. Um, and then it kind of settles in in terms of whatever your routine is. And that routine can change, right? It, you might go some time. But spending, like... I do know, especially when I was younger too, all those like ancillary things in a relationship would be the, th- I would, you'd always like, how much does it mean I love you? You know, like mm-hmm. how much we have sex. That tells me how much we love each other.
1: Right, that's not good.
0: Do we like the same TV shows? We must really love you. You know, like mm-hmm, all these mm-hmm. things that you like or don't like or, and other things that like, it was like a big competition. I remember early on when I would have a girlfriend and my friends would have a girlfriend, there was like this almost like, we're more in love than they're in love. And it's just yeah. like, there's this whole like, how much we love each other. And it was like, eh, none of that really means anything. It's all just an excitement of being in love and measuring it. It's just, do you guys like each other? Do you respect each other? Uh, And again, what about the sex stuff? The sex will eventually like slow down a little bit, right? You might have, again, those ups and downs. And when when you're not having a lot of sex, the really great relationships are the ones who still enjoy each other, have fun, communicate. are comfortable with being alone. You know, they don't get insecure if they're not necessarily having sex and have some free time. So there's so many different variables that go into healthy relationships. Sex is just one of them. And I, you know, someone who might be in your position or wasn't your position or people listening, you know, there's a theme of this episode of putting so much pressure on what does it mean? What does our sex life mean to our relationship? Especially when you were told that it was something you shouldn't be doing. So, Mm It's, sex is not, it's just one may, and sometimes small aspect of a, a long-term relationship, especially the longer yeah. ones. Um, so
6: and another thing yeah. is, um, it's also determining what, are you in lust with someone or are you in love with someone? So that was another question that I was debating in my head, like, okay, am I just in lust? Are these feelings, they're so strong? Uh, is it love or is it lust? And so that was something that I had it really fit through as well.
0: something you figure out over time. I mean, you know, yeah. to joke about it, if, if you want to have sex with them way more than you ever want to talk to them, <laughs> there's a little bit more lust. If, you know, like I joked last week that, you know listen, men and women both do it too, but sometimes when you want to get laid, you seem really interested in things you would never always be interested in you're like, oh, that's really <laughs> interesting, you're like tell me about your favorite like soap opera I'm so so into it. can we like you know um you, you know guys will do that, and I'm sure women do it too when you want something you are are you're, you're you seem more open, and when you're when you're not trying to get anything out of a situation, you're a little bit more honest about what you're into or not, so um if you find that your decisions are all, are all sex driven, there's probably some lust involved there. And if you find that your decisions in a relationship um, are more just about uh, or are not about sex, then, you know, there's some sustainability there. Um, but I mean, I think people spend too much time trying to figure that, that you'll figure that out. You know, uh, you don't have to necessarily figure out what your relationship is in the first few months. Right. You don't have to but- define it. You know,
6: we've been dating for eleven months now. Yeah, um, so still have a lot to learn about each other. Eventually.
0: Yeah, I mean, and yeah, you know, that feels probably like a really long time for you, but it's not, to be honest. You know, yeah. you don't really well, it's
6: not a nice relationship, yeah. but um, we're actually now long distance, so that's a completely different dynamic. Uh-oh. But even before the long distance happened, must be all horned probably... up. I'm sorry. Said
0: so you must be all horned up. <laughs>
6: Yeah, no, but <laughs> so, um, but it was still like four to six. So it did go down uh-huh. as four the relationship persisted. But that's still that's still a good amount.
0: I think you're doing so. Good. Yeah, yeah I, I take it slow. I mean, I think again, it's just uh, things take time, and I think we tend to try to rush things, and we try to constantly. Uh, try to figure out you know what this is is it worth it and you just kind of uh, we're always trying to, i think we're always trying to rush it's weird like in life we're always seem to be in a rush to figure out the rest of our lives which is kind of a weird when you think about it it's like you want to immediately really? figure out what the rest of your life is going to be like and then once you do it kind of gets boring. You don't want to really always, you never really want to figure out the rest of your life, you know? And, th- and that comes to your love life. And sometimes things take time. I mean, you're, you're young. And if this is your forever guy, you know, enjoy the dating aspect. I mean, again, if this is for your ever guy, someday you'll live in the same city, I'm assuming you'll have a family and kids and do the whole like picket fence thing. And that will get eventually mundane. And I'm not knocking that. I'm just saying right now, there's excitement and uh, maybe dating someone who it's tough long distance, but if you guys have a great relationship and you communicate and you got away to, to see each other in the free time, in the meantime, you have a lot of free time that you aren't going to have um, when he does live in the same city. You have the luxury of missing each other, which is really exciting. It's fun to miss people because then when you do see each other for someone with a strong sexual appetite, you're, whew, wow, what a weekend. Um, <laughs> Very much looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, don't don't always be in a rush to to figure out um, the rest of your life. The rest of your life is really a long fucking time. Um, hopefully, right? Hope we're not dying tomorrow. Yeah. Oh no. Um, I should knock on wood. Um. Anyways, yeah, I, I hope that was helpful. We're kind of rambling a little bit, but um, yeah, there is there's no uh there's no rule other than being on the same page. Yeah. Uh, and, it's okay and to love sex as a woman. It's a great thing to love yeah. sex. I think it's important on the flip side. If you are a woman with a high sex drive, just to not um, expect that your male partner need it is needs to should have to match that. He may not want to have sex as much as you. And that's also okay. All right. It works on both sides. So luckily we're
6: pretty equal and we're really good about communication because that's really important but i love that y'all talk about how it's so important to communicate about sex and so we're very open about that and have talked about okay yeah so we do have a lot of sex how do you feel about it and um worked through it and um kind of like compromised in certain situations but uh yeah thank you for taking the time to talk to me about it because it's cool to see your opinion on the fact
0: well thanks for calling in we really appreciate it. it's it been a it's been a fun day of uh how much sex should we or shouldn't we have
6: sex what is it
0: you already forgot oh so. no well, Sex versation. Well, it doesn't really flow off the oh door, well to be honest i like it i like it it's fine um i really love uh the, it looks like she has a crucifix on top of her, her <laughs> it head it's very ironic um, alright well thank you for calling in Bethany uh, best of luck uh, uh, with your relationship and to you in life I, 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 it sounds like you're going to be just fine
6: okay thank you so much right. have a great day you
0: too take care what a great episode I really enjoyed Fun. myself Fun. it's a little bit of a theme today I like the cave, exploring outside the cave. The cave is kind of a... I don't know. Not my, not <laughs> I my, like cave. Not my best analogy. No, there's
1: treasure outside. There's you, treasure yeah.
0: outside to be found. <laughs> um, you never really know. Sometimes you don't have to go deep into the cave to find the treasure. Wow. You do have good analogies. Um, yeah. I Listen, we... Uh, we'll always talk about how important communication is yeah. on, the, on this show, uh, but more so, especially with sex. Mm-hmm. People, I I love sex. It's great. It's a great part of a relationship, but it shouldn't define your relationship no. one way or the other. Yeah, because
1: uh, that's you're not a guarantee, you know.
0: And sex can be confusing, and I think we kind of take for granted that if you're in a relationship, people are openly talking about sex. And I think <laughs> we've learned that a lot of couples, even though they're married. For so long. To, don't know how to talk about sex. Crazy. I mean, that's, that's the thing. If, you, if, if you're not comfortable with it and you have two people who, like, think about it. If you are, I mean, whatever it is, if you have two people who don't like to travel and no one's like, knows how to plan a trip, you don't travel. Yeah. Right? You, yeah. If you have two people, whatever it is, if you're both, so either, either one person has to take the initiative to say, you know what? I'm going to learn how to do this or, yeah. you, or you hire out help. You tr- get a travel agent or you get a sex therapist, like whatever, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's okay. But I think sometimes people just take f- take that for granted. So yeah. let's, uh, let's not do that. Yeah. Once again, don't forget to email us at asknick at castmedia.com. That is A-S-K-N-I-C-K <laughs> at dot <K-A-S-T-M-E-D-I-A. laughs> com. I love it. So that was flow. it. We, we all, we all were, we all were wondering if I could get. That. Yeah, we're on the edge of our seats. How do you do it? Uh, we really appreciate it. We need your questions to keep doing uh, these episodes. Thanks so much mm-hmm. again for rating us five stars. For those who did, I think you can change your rating, by the way, <laughs> uh, if you if you want to change it and improve it, it's up to you. Uh, and also, as always, thanks for sharing us on your social. That's a that's a very helpful in our, our growing our audience. We really appreciate, especially you guys out there. We want your questions, our 10%ers. Thanks for emailing those in. Ladies out there, introduce us to some of your guy friends.
1: Yeah. And stay tuned for Wednesday. We have Dean on the podcast. Dean will
0: be joining us. I'm
1: very nervous and excited.
0: Rochelle has a huge crush I guess I have a huge crush, crush on Dean. The, she guesses. Ever, <laughs> since we started this podcast, she's like... We're going through like potential guests. Well, what about Dean? How about Dean? I mean, should we get Dean? What do you think, Nick? Is this the time for Dean? Should we do Dean? I don't know. What do you think? Is it too much? I don't know. Uh, so yeah, finally oh, Dean going to be here. no. Um, I think it'd be great. We'll talk a little, obviously, paradise. Uh, we always hope that our, our interviews are a little bit different than some of the other bachelor ones out there. I want to dive in the weeds of, of Dean Uglert, the uh, traveler.
1: Very complicated what makes man.
0: Dean Tick. Mm. is he who's more broken dean or myself no don't (laughs) um anyways i really dean's a really great human and one of the more uh authentic and intelligent people to grace us on the tv of the bachelor i think and uh we'll have him on wednesday yeah please tune in until next time and that is wednesday have a great day